Matt. Yes. I have a serious question for you this morning. I've been thinking about. Okay. Okay. Serious question. The band, the band Van Halen, wrote yes. a song called "Jump." Right. Correct. They did. Okay. Is Do that you remember the question? The video. I remember the video. Everybody remembers. I, it. I did not. Fantastic song. Okay. Let's just. We don't need to. Fantastic song. Correct? Fantastic song. Okay. It's amazing. Here's what uh, came to me uh, today. Was that a very happy, upbeat song about suicide? It, it Maybe. <laughs> I was going over the lyrics, uh, riding my bike home <laughs> from you know, school, and I, I was going, might as well jump. Like you're saying like, oh, you know what? Not Not that I'm so depressed or that things are terrible and I don't know what to do, but it's kind of like, hey... Uh, you maybe, know, maybe, the, maybe, maybe what's a, after life is better than this. Well, but also maybe it's just the first part of a two-part song duo oh. or trilogy. Oh, wow. Right? What's the next one? It's Raining Men. <laughs> Come on. Followed so, by Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Hi, my name is Matt. What? Hi, I'm Jason. Uh, we started this podcast to talk about music because that's what we do most of the time when we're not recording. So we thought we'd uh, record ourselves Talking about music that we like and albums that we think are cool in some way. Right. Or they're just meaningful because they're not good or they're not good now. We really used to like them. And now upon further reflection, they are not good or they're better than we thought. Or, today's today's is a good one. I yeah. Gotta say. No, I was going to uh, say. What's the, what's I don't the name know. of the podcast, Jay? Well, the name of the podcast, you should say it as usual. You want me to say it? No, right. you always do. We listen to records. Thank you, Matt. All right. Uh, play us a little music. Let's play the first track. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, what are we listening to? Do you want to talk just about Just play it. it? No, we'll just, oh, fucking just play, play it. it. Just play it. This is the last full-length album by Times New Viking yes. called Dancer Acquired, not Dancer Required, Equired, which isn't a real word. Um, um, does that have to do with horses? Oh, it's possible. Um, yeah, Times New Viking, one of those bands that you love them or you hate them, but this album, I feel like they hit the sweet spot where they kind of get all of the things that they do Right. They got the right levels of noise and pop I agree. and punk and raw. Yeah, no, the, I think listening to this, they, they do have that great, like, because they, I mean, I think basically they have, like, a, a kick drum, a snare, and, a, and a, some, a cymbal, right? It sounds like on every track, so it's like... Yeah, very stripped down drum but kit. But they get that great level of, like distortion where everything is peeking out and i remember actually an an unnamed friend of the show telling me that is insider secret insider secret insider that they used to record in their attic of where they lived in uh i believe like minneapolis ohio okay oh oh ohio fuck that's right columbus and uh that they would use a um reel to reel like an old like yeah, T- well, real to real that they would peek out for everything. Oh shit! And you yeah. get that I mean, there's awesome, a famous like, story. The, the album that they put out before this 
um, which was called. Let me look it up. It's not rip, rip it off. Is the first no, one? No, rip right? it off is their first big one. I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, it is called. Oh man, what is it called? Um, I know. I'm trying to think of what it looks uh, like. What does uh, the cover look like? Born Again Revisited is what it's called. Oh really? Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, but th- that album they famously delivered to the record label on a VHS cassette. <laughs> they they'd recorded all of the audio to VHS. Just see, to get that like god awful shitty sound. See, that's awesome because um, this is the time of like, uh, what was it called? Shit gaze. Shit gaze. Yeah, right, these yeah, were the kings right. of shit. Oh, they really are. You know, you had like, I'm trying to think so, of who so else was if in you're, this it, camp of shit gaze. Oh, but for listeners in the what well, mid well, to late nineties, shoe gaze was a was a thing coming out of England. Like my bloody Valentine was kind of sort of a shoe gaze band, but you got a lot of like Blur and Ride. Um, and then in the early mid 2000s, you got this new um, thing where it was super lo-fi and super sort of like introspective music that Times New Viking were kind of the kings of, uh, and it was jokingly called shit days. Yeah, I think I don't know like how necessarily introspective it was. I mean, I remember bands like Eat Skull and uh, Psychedelic Horse Shit like really <laughs> pushing that limit of. It's like it's almost like art noise rock, like you like you sort of get with a lightning bolt or or something like sure. that. But it's in a like home recorded way, where you're like really fucking with the equipment, which is a funny right. idea of like well, it's here, not just what in- we're playing. It's 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 really like the focus is on the equipment kind of. Sure. Let me let me get into this a little bit, just into the band themselves, yeah, because um, they're pretty interesting. So it's a trio. Um, it's Adam Elliott playing drums, Beth Murphy on keyboard and vocals, and Jared Phillips on guitar. Oh, and Adam also did vocals. Uh, Jared Phillips plays guitar. And they met in art school at, like, the Art Institute of Ohio or whatever. Okay, in Columbus. okay, nice. Um, Man, art school is the breeding ground for every sure. great band. Apparently, like in they, history. They, did not for like all? art school, according to some of the <laughs> interviews I've seen with them. They Listen, just thought it was a waste of time. That's like um, I mean, so that's many not goddamn a, bands. Not a highly reputable school as someone who works in art schools. But um, uh, so Times New Viking is just a bad pun on the font Times New Roman. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because right? the Romans and the Vikings used to. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a dumb joke. They formed in 2004. Um, and if you go th- through their their um, discography, I think uh, what we were talking about last episode when we talked about Chastity Belt, how bands when they start out maybe don't have the confidence um to really you know put out the what they're capable of yeah yeah and so i feel like times new viking especially their early stuff it's hidden under layers of noise and pushing sure. the amps to peaking and yeah, like yeah. they write some really good kind of like pop songs oh, yeah. that are just buried under this wall of sound and i feel like it's not you know they come out in 2004 dancer acquired uh, that we're listening to today came out in 2011 so they had seven years to kind of build up to find what this album i think is the sweet spot between these, oh, these yeah. nice fun pop songs oh, and yeah. that layer of grit and noise but it's not too much of one or the other you know it's funny because at the time uh i guess i was still very into shit gaze sound and right. when this i think when this came out i was a little disappointed because i was like oh this sounds too good like this sounds really nice I, yeah I, i'm not like i remember not or like when i put you know because i kind of sort of organized the albums in in like the order i want to hear them or sure important or whatever at the bottom so i i did feel like oh yeah dance required that's kind of like my last 
uh, you know, uh, pick of this band sure. if I want to listen to them. But now I feel like it's the first. It, it is know, definitely my first. I remember at the time that this came out, um, I'll get into some interesting stories, but at the time this came out, I, I was just like really into this band. Yeah. But over time, what happens for me, the more I listen to them, the more I found I, would, I was skipping tracks here and there. Yeah. Like, right. If you go to their first album, Rip It Off. Yeah. Like the first half of that is like, if you're just going to get into the noise and the craziness, like it's great. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah Team yeah. drama, yeah. my head, like <laughs> there's some great stuff in there. And then after a while, I'm just kind of like, I'm, 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 I'm kind of not into this anymore or, or just it just it's not as well, it's, much fun. it's a harsh I mean it's not an easy listen it's yeah. like a very like you know actually I misspoke Rip It Off isn't their first album you know, Paisley Reich is their first album I, I noticed it, that too because I remembered that I had Paisley Reich or something like that yeah. which I was like oh yeah that was a weird like EP I got before that was like because there was this point where I was like who is this band this is yeah. so such a crazy fucked up sound well, Paisley and Rick then is before the it's album like even came out there was that every EP. other track on that album yeah. is good yeah I, I think like, you're right I think it's like, like uh, track, here's a throwaway like, crazy mess and then yeah. here's a great like the second track is Devo Online in. which is great yeah. fourth track is New Times New Hope great yeah. track six is Teenage Lust probably my favorite Times of Viking song honestly <laughs> nice. and then awesome. track eight is Love Your Daughters my other favorite Times of Viking track oh, that's cool. but my, my point in all of this is yeah. when we when it gets to Dancer Acquired there isn't a track I skip it's true. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm I, as I was coming back to this, there were a couple of tracks that I was like, yeah, maybe this is the, the, the kind of thing I'm thinking of. And I want to say, like, maybe Ways to Go or California oh. Roll or something. Is Ways a to Go is slow. my favorite track on this record. Which one? Ways to Go is a little rocker. All right. I don't know which one I'm thinking of that's, like, a little bit too slow and there, there's not a lot of that sure overdriven sound it sounds it sounds like more of like a ballad kind of a, you know like like the yeah. typical sort of slow dance track on an album that you're mm-hmm. like ah this this is not why i come to times new viking you know sure which you Although know okay, i will say when, when this wanna, when this album came out they released a little teaser video on okay. youtube or whatever i forget yeah. where i saw it yeah um i'm sure it's still kicking around if you're listening to this and you want to go find it it was a little promo video and they just had two or three like little slices of the song and you saw the band kind of oh, hanging out in yeah, their Oh, yeah, I remember you showing me that. Yeah, they're yeah. like, aren't they playing in like buckets and like an alley or something? Yeah, they're like playing in an alley yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. go to like an empty like high school gymnasium or something. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, anyway, the reason I mention that is the, the it ends with them doing like a piano acoustic guitar yeah. thing in, yeah. it looks like in a high school like band room or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing, uh, <laughs> the drummer's playing like just single notes on the piano and Beth is singing. Yeah. And I was like, this is so elegant and beautiful right. and wonderful. And it's totally not on the album. It's not <laughs> yeah. even a song that like appears on the album in any form. Wow. It's just like this other crazy thing. And I was like, God damn, like if you guys had done that on this record, it would be the greatest thing ever. I mean, you know, it's too bad that they don't sort of, you know, who knows? Maybe they do have a bunch of that material that they just decided you know, we're sort of done because I mean, I, I I I did find out that they are like, I guess unofficially just kind of done. I'm mean, sure they're not. Well, I mean, they're I, not going to put anything it, else out. Right. The, they sure. did a, a they did a little short six song or five song release after this one. Yeah, that's um, weird, right? To that kind is of called. End. I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up. It's called Over and Over. It's six songs. It just came out like a little bit after Dancer Acquired. I wonder and if that was like. I wonder what the deal with that was, right? Like, if 
record label contract obligation. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, it has two, maybe three good tracks on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say this is definitely a very inconsistent band. And I think why I like Dancer in, Acquired in what is way? It's, what you, in what way? Well, like, do you mean the, live or, or... No, I just mean the, the, the quality of the songs... Okay. Uh, uh, you know, on all on Dancer Acquired, I think they're very consistent. But on previous records, it like I said, there's a lot that I skip. Yeah. You know, there's a song yeah. I'm really into, and then it's backed up with something that's just like boredoms esque raw noise and screaming. Right, like, right, right. You know, I'm not into it. So you know, what I like about Dancer is is its consistency as much as anything else. Um, I saw I was watching in prep for this. I was watching a bunch of interviews with these guys. Um, there's a total like art school like handy cam doc on youtube that you can watch called don't do it yourself <laughs> um where they basically talk about coming out of a nothing scene right columbus yeah. ohio is just uh yeah, yeah like yeah. A, a suburban city in the middle of ohio with yeah. not much going on and the you know the music scene is you know going to your friend's basement or garage or whatever yeah um I bet. and they just sort of talk about like how they they became this band that toured the world and did all this crazy stuff but they didn't like they never got rich, they never got famous, they never got a major le- record label deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they just did it for like a decade from art school into like their early 30s, and then we're just kind of like, okay, you know, we did that. Um, which I think maybe is the arc for lots of bands. Like, you know, they 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 get into the spotlight and they graze fame, but they never actually get fame. Yeah. And at a certain point, you're just gonna stop, right? If it's not paying the bills. If you're sleeping oh, yeah, on floors sure. and you're angry and you're frustrated. Sure, sure. So, well, I think, right, there's only so long you can do that before you start to feel done. I don't know. Yeah, it takes yeah. a lot for an artist to go, or especially a group of artists, let's face it, to go, let's keep plowing through this. Because, let's face it, you know, now, if they were still around, I think they would have sort of that resurgence of, like... Oh, what are yeah, they, they up did. To if you go to YouTube, yeah. you could find like a um, like a reunion show that they played in Columbus yeah, a few years I heard ago. About that. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it, you know, they played all the songs and right, looked right, like right. they had a lot of a lot of. But fans I mean, there. if they if they kept working with this formula that they have, who knows what it could have? You know, like you were saying, they do that stuff with just very with a piano and and her, Beth's vocals. You know, like I mean, who who knows where they could have ended up? It's it's. Uh, but again, like at what price? I mean, you have to give up everything to do that. Sure. Let's face it. I mean, I mean a I band see, like I can't find Redhead or something—they—they just are an anomaly of, you know, or or Deerhoof, right? They're just right. like at all at the sake of everything else. We're gonna keep keep doing it, doing well, this. Well, I did see. I did see. This, I can't yeah. find it now, but I did see in one of the things that I was reading that Beth Murphy yeah. had moved. Like to the south, like Kentucky or Tennessee or something, and yeah. was in like a like a two piece band with some okay some dude who was you know also kind of out of the scene. Yeah, um, I don't I, I don't want to say um, information that I don't have. I just right, 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 but that right, was right. like five or six year old article, so I don't know what anybody's doing now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, I heard that Jared uh, who, is he the the guitar? He he's he yeah. lives in New York now. Uh, that makes I sense. I read that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's listen to a track, and then we'll, I, you know, we'll talk a little bit about because um, we, you, I mean, you and I have seen this band live together, and so we'll get to that. We have, um, yeah. But you, you like hung out. With you tell me about hanging hang out, out with them. Yeah. Um, so what track? What track? Let's listen to "Fucker Tears," track eleven. Oh, okay. This is a good, fun, challenging one. Mm-hmm. 
Motherfucker tears. Yeah, man. You know so what I just... I, I, oh, I was ahead, just going to say um, is I noticed when I listened back to some of our episodes, some you know, just by the nature of how podcasting works, sometimes the songs we play sound a little clipped or a little little peaked in the yeah. playback. Yeah. I just want our audience to know, in this case, that is entirely on the album. Well, um, and yeah, and I t- turned it up as loud as possible, and I will hell add yeah. extra um, fuzz to it. Yeah, you don't listen to Times <laughs> New Viking at seven. You you crank no, it up to eleven at all better. Time. Yeah, I could see like a very very shitty car stereo driving, you know, sixty five with the windows open, and yeah, it'd be you great to just Viking like on- test test out your radio. Well, if you play Times New Viking <laughs> on quality speakers, it's a waste. You know, like it really you is. really should really listen is. to this on cassette in like a yeah, sort of late yeah. '80s era Walkman. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, what right, I was gonna so, say is, well, let's talk about. I I just this memory just came to me as I'm sure. listening to this track in particular. I saw them. I want to say this is during my writing days. Also, I saw them. This is outside of when we saw them at Siren. Fest? That, yeah, must, we saw, that was probably uh, the Island first time I saw them. Yeah, I so had this never was... heard of them until you, me, and, okay. and Molly went out to Coney Island. Okay. To we, we were there. I mean, the headliner was Steve Malkmus. Right, right, right. right. Um, but we got there, you know, one or two in the afternoon, bright, sunny, beautiful day on Coney Island. And we saw, I forget what the other band was that opened before these guys. Um, yeah, who I was can't like remember big shit. indie band at the time, and then these guys. Well, Siren out, like, Fest is like you know forty bands, so I don't sure. even know who else was there. Honestly, that that time. But the the thing that I remember about you know these guys came out, I knew nothing about them, whatever. Yeah. Just, but Beth, the woman in the band, looks so much like a friend that you and I knew from like summer camp '92, <laughs> and I remember you turning to me and being like. Rachel? That's funny. Well, that's and so I was funny. like, what? And that that kind of was the first thing that made me pay attention. Like, yeah, wh- who are? What is this? I mean, she looks like somebody that we know. Like, it, anyway, I just was like, oh, okay. And then they came out and they just put on a great show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely saw them later after this fact because I remember being at like Mercury Lounge or something, and always looking for Seven Inches after a show or before a show or whatever the, at the merch table. Right. And they had, and I got to find this 7-inch because it was a split 7-inch with this, like, Australian 80s punk band called the Axemen. And they did a split with them where I think they covered each other's tracks. And I think the Axemen opened for Times New Viking at this show or something. And they hand-colored, like, they hand-painted the sleeves. I gotta okay. find this record, man. Yeah, I, I just remembered, like, whoa, that was crazy. What, what was the deal with that, anyway? <laughs> I have no idea. I think I got it at the show and was like, wow, awesome. But I yeah, know well, that's the thing. Like, the thing that I have loved about this band because they went to art school and they're just like gritty, dirty DIY, you know, shitbags. Um, their their artwork, <laughs> their promo, their yeah. T-shirts, like everything yeah, about yeah, them just yeah. kind of has like a duct tape and chewing gum. Yeah, and like it's true. That, sitting yeah, on the know, floor, smoking weed after class in art school, like you know, just doing collages from National Geographic magazines. Yes, and like, that's you know what, and it's funny because the the Times New Viking, uh, you know, sort of nod to typeface, and then you have like the, almost a pavement sort of graphic style yeah. where they're collaging Xerox shit on top of, you know, just... Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. Well, and, I and love a, that they Apparently, went. according to that, that doc that I watched, um, most of that is Beth. Like, most of the artwork is, oh, wow. is Beth. Nice. 
Oh. Here, turn this up for a second. Yeah, Is yeah, this yeah. the track that you were talking about that like doesn't do it for you? <sighs> Somebody sleep. No. Let me listen. Let me listen. Because I really like this track. It is a slower one, but yeah, yeah. I guess this is what I'm sort of thinking of as a track that I would, I would not consider why I come to Times New Viking. So I but would probably me, skip like, this. I, I'm still a believer in the album. Right? Of course. Oh my, Matt, you're talking yeah. to. Please don't even yeah. get the fuck. And out I and of I, it. I feel get, like get this is face. this is track 13 of a 14 song record. Okay. And as a wind down. Yeah. As a as a yeah. way of again, like compared to their previous stuff, this album is much more considered. And yes. as a as a wind down, as sort of a, a sliding you out the door kind of track, I, it actually kind of works for me. Yeah, I could see that. No, I I agree. I hear you. And if I had a song like this, it would definitely be thirteen out of fourteen, or it would be <laughs> or it would be a hidden track, right? It would be track ninety nine on the sure. CD. <laughs> okay, so you don't like it. That's no, no, I'm just saying. I'm saying like it's one of those songs that's like, I can see why you like it and why as an artist you would do it. Um, again, it's not why it's not why I'm here though. All right. So given the choice, given the choice. I will go backwards. All right. And hit and start well, let the me, record. Let me tell. But no, I mean, of course, I'm listening to an album, both sides sure. of a vinyl, and listening to it all the way through. And this well, let, is let me tell a like a. Way to, Hopefully this isn't too long of a story, but yeah, please. Um, so when this came out around 2011, Times New Viking came to Boston. I had tickets to see them. It's just a relatively small club over in the college kids side of town, and the show was it was an early show. I think it's supposed to start at like eight, and it was the end of the semester. I work at a university, and there was the end of the year barbecue, which I always go to because you know free booze at work never hurt anybody, and so we show up in the. the the provost, the one of the, the two big bosses, is retiring, and it turns into this like two-hour-long song and dance and crying and hugs and and you know everybody has to give a testimonial oh to God. this this provost, and they won't let us eat until it's over. <laughs> so it, and I'm starving, and they're like dancing and singing, and literally, I'm not even making this, literally singing "Kumbaya" at one point. Wow! And I I just I was like abort, Gosh, abort, abort. Yeah. So I get over to the club like hours before the show starts. Okay. You know, if, if the doors open at eight, I'm there at like six thirty. Yeah. So it's you know it's got a little bar, it's got a little restaurant area, and I'm just like I I just had to get out of this work thing. So I show up, and who's there but Times New Viking? Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. And then the other act that was playing that night was the Babies. So oh, nice. you know Cassie okay. Ramone from the Vivian That's Girls and what's his name from the Woods. You know I was gonna say that. Uh, Around that shit gaze time too, you could almost put uh, Vivian Girls and Crystal Stilts. Crystal Stilts. And with them, like just that yeah. big, crazy, gr- grungy sound. Yeah. Go on. So I end up like kind of just like I'm there. I'm sitting alone. So they invite me to like hang out with them. Yeah. And, you know, m- after a little while, everybody kind of goes off to set up their instruments. But I ended up just sitting there with Beth and her friend <laughs> who is uh, not in the babies, but like, like, with them okay. traveling with them yeah. somehow yeah. and we just sat at the bar for like an hour drinking whiskey and like shooting Jeez, the shit about awesome. art school oh and music God, and whatever no so mad. and so she was so what? nice and so friendly and so like like kind of cold in that way that somebody you don't really know you're just socializing yeah. with them yeah. at a bar yeah. before a show so it yeah. wasn't like we were like best buds but she was really nice and really cool Crazy. and really sweet 
And then they got up and they put on a, a killer show. That's great. And I just, it was, you know, I don't really have any stories per se. Like, she didn't tell me any weird personal details or <laughs> no. anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. it just, like, t- to just sit there and eat a burger and be, like, hanging out with these guys. And yeah. they were just so down to earth and so cool. What venue was that? Where was that? Uh, it's called Great Scott. Oh, okay, okay. In Alston. You know, it's just like a college kid, you know. That's awesome. Like, bar. You know, you just see punk bands and whatever there. Cool. Um, uh, so that's my, I escaped from my god-awful work barbecue kumbaya festival <laughs> to hang out with Beth and Jared and Adam. It was great. Uh, I do love, I'm just looking at some of their other seven inches that they put out. Because, again, they're they're all like, well, okay, one, two things I have to say. Number one, what an amazing fucking, like, trajectory to go from Silt Breeze, their two... EPs that they right. put out Tiny that al- that label. label in Philly that was like that is like so revered as underground just awesome indie stuff right. to go from Silt Breeze to Matador for two records and then merge for this record right. that's a fucking hell of a well and it tells you, you what know, was going on outside of like mainstream music you know 2004 to 2011 being yeah. you know like in pop culture terms you know there's a lot going on but when you get outside of it, yeah, there was still really killer stuff. And, like, shit gaze was a huge thing. Like, po- we talked about post-metal in this era as, like, a whole other universe that just kind of came up. Yeah, right. And I, f- I right. feel like there was a time when Times New Viking was really, like, they were top the of the heap. Of of, they, were the, they were the least underground of the underground, right? Yeah, they were... They were Right. If if there was a band that you could say sort of was the you know touchstone of shit gaze, definitely was was Times New Viking, that everyone would have heard. That wasn't like so unlistenable because I tried. I had a. I have a couple psychedelic horse shit, um, seven right. inches and, and twelve inches, and man, it is fucking unlistenable. Well, it's I can't funny. We like, get through an album of it. I'm like, well, I ah, think that's what I off. think that's the trick with this band. And you see, in in you know, if you go on YouTube and you watch different interviews with these guys, yeah. Every time you see Jared, the guitar player, yeah, he, all he says over and over and over again is like. Oh yeah, I could write simple two-minute pop songs all day long. Yeah. I love writing little pop songs. He's he's and at first I thought it was a joke, but you realize it's not. Where they're just talking about how they love all of this like really poppy '70s and '80s music. Yeah, they spend all their time listening to like '70s you know pop songs, and and you're like, that's how it works. Is they're really writing pop songs, yeah. like kind of sure. lo-fi stripped-down yeah. pop songs. Yeah, but then they're doing it in this like shitty underproduced deliberately raw way well I, and i think that tension is what makes them a fun band to listen to. yes 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 uh i also just <laughs> forgot that on present the paisley reich their uh their mm-hmm. ep there <laughs> before they went to matador the uh a side of the first or the A side first track is "Imagine Dead John Lennon." <laughs> Imagine Dead John Lennon. Yes. No, they have. I mean, they have some killer song oh, titles. Um, so I mean, another great funny. track off of "Dig Yourself," which is now that I'm looking, "Dig oh, Yourself" yeah, might yeah. actually be their first record. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Natural oh, God, Resources. Yeah. I love mine, which is just a song about smoking weed, <laughs> which is great. The, that album has a has a track called "Skull versus Wizard." Just <laughs> oh, fuck, fucking oh, best Skull versus Wizard. Title. That was that must have been an early seven inch because that sounds so familiar. Like there was a time where when I was getting seven inches. Times New Viking was this weird. Times New Viking and Eat Skull were these weird, like, 
like you didn't really know who these people were or where this sound was coming from and you were just like what are they doing right and everyone was going fucking crazy for them maybe, on uh, maybe the, that's these what message boards that i used to read all the time and and i remember skull versus wizard was a big track that was like holy shit yeah who are these track. like who are Hustler, these weirdos like son um, no, maybe like they had a cachet sort of the disjointedness so of their early records is that they were all sing- like two track singles. So many seven inches they put out. They put out and then okay yeah. in their first year. Well, really, like I mean, fuck, this is like okay before on their own label. Basically, they put out like five seven inches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a split with psychedelic horse shit, which I definitely hey. have. Turn this track. Up. Oh this is yeah, one of my yeah. favorites. They, oh, you know, you you hear the first couple bars of some of their songs on this record, and I find myself just tr- kept turning it up and up and up the, the whole yeah. time I was listening. Cr- turn this thing. sound to you know the crazy earlier sounds of their first couple records yeah. like you this think about the rawness of like dig yourself or or uh, rip it off and it's like how did they land here it's great this is so great because it's like i mean it, i don't need them to do like a super fast poppy song you know i I don't know what I was talking about before because this well, is like just, one of the best just songs. This little on the part where, where you know where um, Adam and Beth are sort of not harmonizing but kind of sliding over each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a great vocal. Those the vocals are always great because it does sound like a whole. I mean, maybe they're dubbing lots of layers of vocals, but it sounds like so. they have. I mean, it, it always feels like it's a it's like a uh, chorus singing or sure. a choir kind of sound in, in a way. There's a there's a great track off of one of their. Um, uh, do you have their full discography available by any chance? I sure do. Could you play the song called "Call and Respond" off of their 2008 EP called "Stay Awake"? Because I just I like this as a great example of how Beth and Adam work together in a song. Off which have, off which one? Off uh, "Stay Awake." Off "Stay Awake." What's that? Oh. Um, it's uh never mind. We'll we'll no. We'll, uh, what is Stay Awake? We'll do, we'll do a mini on Stay Awake. It's, a, it's no. A, Stay Awake is the song. What's the album? The album is called Stay Awake. The song is called Call and Respond. What album is called Stay Awake? It's a it's seven a inch. Six it's a seven inch. Yes. You fuck. What? Do you have it? Give me one second. Keep talking. Right. Well, while you're while you're doing that, um, turn this song up. This is a great song. Yeah. Let's 
also just want to say on this track especially, and I do feel like it's a uh, a uh, thing that they sort of always do. They get that weird like it's like a slide guitar sound, but it's not. It's just like a, they're just kind of always like bending those chords in the right. way that like Modest Mouse was always doing that. Right. You know, they're doing this like like kind of sliding the the whole chord up. Not not like separating those notes, but just making yeah. it this weird slide kind of sound. I feel like they, I feel like that's in a lot of their stuff, which I really like. It's like they're just, I don't know. It has that Matt and Kim feel again of like they're just just really playing very yeah. fast. I found "Stay Awake" was the seven inch. Yes. And which track? Track one. Call and respond. Call and respond. I just like this. This is such a great example of Beth and Adam working together. gives you a sense of oh, how much so more good. raw they were before Dance Required. I, I oh, love this man, sound. I love that. I fucking love it. And, but the reason I... So this, uh, if, you, if, if you're confused, this is off a different record called Stay Awake, which is a 7-inch from 2008. Yeah. Um, it's called Call and Respond, and I just love how they're, they're, they're singing together sort of. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, That's great. Sort of as a duet, but they're not quite in sync with each other. And then it slides off. You call, I respond. You call, I respond. And then they come yeah. back together and then out again. And it's just, oh, it's it so really good. does show that they know what they're doing. Oh, they I mean, totally underneath do. the noise and the rawness and kind of the, the, the grit of yeah. the sound that they have, they really do know how to write up. Oh, yeah, song. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny, too, how I'm sort of getting this idea that they're like artificially creating a live show sound. Sure. And making I would, that I would their actually default, say, having like, seen them live twice, yeah. I would say that their live shows actually sound cleaner. No, than no, it's true. Albums. It's true. I just, I mean, in the way that they're like, they're creating a less than perfect sound as their default sound, so that when you see them live or in another situation, it's like, it's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of like here we're gonna we're gonna give you like when we listen to those Strokes demos, it's kind of like here that's the album, and then when you see it live, it's like whoa, this is like really p- polished. <laughs> you know what I mean? we, it's kind of funny. We've totally gone way off script on this one. <laughs> can we can we go to the Paisley Reich and listen to oh, track yeah. six? Because this might be track six or track eight might be my all time favorite Time for Viking song. 
Track six. Let's listen to track Slay six. It's called Atlantis. Teenage Lust with oh, an exclamation okay, point. Okay. Fucking love this. <laughs> saying earlier that like with dancer acquired it's more gentle and you you come to this band for the rockers (laughs) and that is definitely like when i think of this band it's that level of kicking ass like poppy kicking ass but still kicking ass um let's get back to dancer um i want to play out the episode on ways to go so why don't you pick anything other than that one that we haven't heard yet let's listen to another one off of dancer all right what's your favorite well, I think I mean it's probably it's probably come around if you don't let me see. Uh, I mean, try harder. I fucking love that track. Yeah, and the we, first track, it's a culture. I love that. Actually, we did, we only listened to the, the a little bit of it's a culture. Let's let's play that whole thing through. Right, that's a right. that's a great song. It so track great. one, it's a culture. It is. I love I love how this starts. You know what? This band reminds me a lot about the Yips too, which we should listen to. Oh, this is so good.
listening to music on <laughs> random on my phone. Yeah. If that tra- track comes up, yeah. I usually make it through about the first 10 seconds before I am pausing my phone and just putting on the whole album. Because <laughs> like, if I hear that track and I don't hear Ever Falling In Love next, I get upset. Because <laughs> this is such yeah. a great album. Yeah, yeah, like yeah This yeah, one, yeah. I would say Dancer Acquired is in my rotation. I listen to this at least once a week. Yeah, um, it's great, man. It's really, it's really good. By the way, good. I was poking around. I'm looking at the Merge Records website. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at the page for Times New Viking, and there's just a really short paragraph about the band. Yeah. And I just, this is their record label, right? I just, I love this. It says, Murphy and Phillips, who had no musical training between them, <laughs> took over keyboards and guitar respectively, while the marginally more skilled Elliot played drums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's I just, great. that's just such a great description of like how they formed as a band. Oh, that's great. Like, no training, no skill yeah fuck it we're just gonna make pop songs wow. great that's awesome um so hey uh what are your final thoughts on dancer oh, acquired okay my final thoughts are um i love that in the way i love that they took the peeking out and and okay i love the fact that they use this old technology right to to yeah, create a great. new sound right basically um, whether you know nobody was watching, nobody was caring, and they came up with this you know great sound. Um, and I also love that in the way that Ariel Pink or or an artist like that will take the the lo-fi or or these weird recording methods to to give like a kind of mysterious like otherworldly you know you can't pin it down to a time quality of their sort of pop. These guys take this and make something like weirdly really like punk but also very like super fun and really joyous like I can't think of another band that just comes mostly out of the gate like those other tracks that we played off those other EPs are like they're just so like fun and they don't feel like angry or you know what I mean or like angsty which which they should with this like fucked up sound but they like it's just like so happy so goddamn happy I think that's what I really like is they hit my noise sweet spot yes from you know like my teenage punk rock years yeah but yeah they don't have like they don't get me riled up yeah they don't uh, you don't get like I don't really get angry listening to music, but you no, know what no, I mean. But, like, but like, you it, don't... like that level of emotional response doesn't, you know, they're right. happy pop songs. Yes, yes, it's like a it's like a hardcore pop, <laughs> yeah. you know, like because it does have the like the quickness. Like tracks are like a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah, all fucked up, distorted. You know, whatever. I mean, the longest the three piece. longest track on this entire record is three minutes and thirty eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, super short songs. I mean, yeah. half of them are under two minutes or right at two minutes. Yeah. Um, all right, man. I'm gonna do the disclaimer Please. unless you want to. Uh, all right, do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. All right, Beth, I love you. You're <laughs> amazing. You're so cool. Adam, Jared, you guys seem really nice. We hung out briefly. We had a hamburger. Um, but you know, you guys are awesome. Oh, that's um, great. Love you guys. Seen you live a couple times. Yes. Uh, we're just here to talk about how amazing this record is. Yes. Um, if you don't like that we did that, just let us know. We'll take it down. Sorry. We don't need to get lawyers involved. Um, we're not trying to make money off of your hard no. work. Um, we just, we're here to talk about the music. Just so, tell more people. Uh, just, you know, I mean, if you like that we talked about your yeah. record and you want to send us fan mail, that's cool too. <laughs> Jay, how do people get in touch with us? Uh, the Twitter is at we listen, the number two, number one. Or records at harveylessharvey.com 
We're also on Instagram at We Listen to Records. And uh, we're on Facebook, too, which is a place that you can go to if you want. Sure. Yes, if it you, is. If you have a fax machine, you can fax it's us a place at you the can Facebook. Go to. Um, that was cool. So, oh, so uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that was a great record. We'll play out on Ways to Go, but um, before we do, Jay, what's in the mailbag? Do we got anything fun in the mailbag this week? The mailbag, meaning what you're going to pick for next week? Well, you know, uh, have you gotten any fun letters, any news, any promos from record labels about cool stuff <laughs> no. that our audience should be paying you know attention what? to? Uh, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. For our <laughs> listeners, Jay and I talked about doing a mailbag section, um, which he was supposed to plan and coordinate, know, but fuck. apparently um, he did not. Well, so listen, we don't have a mailbag this week. How about but this? if you want to, I'll bring it up if it in the future. You bring if it up it, if it's no, uh, no. Worth I, I'm going to bring it up, it up every week oh, until you have. But if great. you are listening to this and you want to put something in the mailbag so Jay can do his job, please uh, just send it to him at records at harvillotarvi.com. Okay. So, every week, we uh, at the end of the episode, we pick what we're going to listen to next week. And so, I put out three options last week for Jay to choose from, and yeah. of the three, we ended on Dance Required. So, this week, uh, uh, Jay is going to put out three for me to choose from. Okay, here they and, are. And uh, then we'll figure out what we're going to listen to next week. These are based on this record, specifically. Oh, so you use this as your, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your I point usually of departure? Do that. I usually yeah. do that. I think that Because things sense. come to me, and I go, oh, yeah. That's worth yeah. talking about. So, yeah, let uh, me find my um, my note sheet here. Look, uh, there we go. All right. So, uh, number okay. one. Number one is I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm pulling the record out to look at the title of it here. Hold on. Sure. Uh, I want to. I want to do uh, Enter the Vaselines. The Vaselines. The record is called Enter the Vaselines. All right. Uh, made famous I don't know the by, Vaseline by Kurt the Cobain's. Um, what's that yes. song that he did? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Molly's Lips. Yes. That's Great the track. One. I so know the good. Nirvana version. I don't really know the Vaseline's yeah, that well. No, they're they're uh, they're worth checking out. I'd like to I'd like to find out more myself. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, okay. So Kurt Vaseline's. Cobain chose to cover them, so they've got to be good. All right. Hold on. Number two. Number two. Number two. I would like to talk about someday. Uh, the Wire's first album, Pink Flag. Oh, that is a great fucking album. It really is. It really is. All right. And then the final pick. This Number is another. Three. This is another Vaseline's era pick. Sure. A band, I believe. You know, this is just off the top of my head. I think Australia or New Zealand. Just say the name of the band, dude. It's called the Urinals. Okay. Band is called the Urinals, and they have one. They put out a bunch of seven inches, but there's basically one collection called Negative Capability, and it's like a collection of all their shit. And some of all it's right. live, some of it's whatever studio stuff. I know stuff. absolutely nothing about the yeah. Urinals. That's a that's a name oh, for a best. band. I know, man. They're good. When is this um, stuff from? This is like eighties, nineteen eighties. Eighties. Yeah, 81, 80. So, you know. I mean, but it's you not know, like punk. It's not punk. It's like definitely I want to say like related to to Times of Viking for me. All right. Um So what do you feel like? What do you feel like of those? I know it's a tough one cuz I mean, of the three of them, the only one that I'm familiar with is The Wire. Right, right. Well, uh, so I'm tempted to go for that one for comfort, but then I'm kind of like, mm, I always like learning new things, right? Sure. 
Um, fuck it. Let's do the urinals. <laughs> okay. Can you? Uh, where would is it on Spotify? Is this something that people are going to uh, be I able hope to find? So shit. Actually, let me check. Let's <laughs> let me see. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know if we should be doing something that uh, nobody can listen to. I mean, to. what is it? But you never know. Just weird copyright bullshit. Uh, the urinals are on there, and they have negative capability. Check it out. Negative that's capability. The, that's the and it's twenty seven tracks. But you know, whatever. It's it's basically that's the only album you need by them. I think I don't know these other records. Um, I think they were done after the fact, based on their sort of history. But um, wait, are they on uh, Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't urinals. find them. Urinals. Let me spell not it for you. Just urine. I know how to spell. So it's not the urinals. It's urinals. oh, there's no the. Yeah, no. Because there's another band called the urinals. Oh, I bet there is. Um, Urinals. Negative, oh, I thought when you were so the album is actually called Negative Capability. Dot dot dot. Check, check it, it out. out. I thought you were just saying check it out. Like, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, check it oh, out. Check wow. It out. Okay. These track titles are interesting. <laughs> I'm white and middle class. That's a great track title. She's a drone. <laughs> See, wow. All right. Now, I'm, I'm, just, I'm excited. This is gonna be this is just just a song called Sex. <laughs> Go uh, into this good. with an early, early times New Viking. Head sure, it's because there from? are going to be those tracks where you're like, oh fuck, but there's also the really fucking awesome ones that were recorded on like a cassette player in someone's house, <laughs> you know, and those are great, those are so great. So, all right, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, next week we will be listening to Urinals, urinals. Not the Urinals, Urinals, an album called Negative Capability. Check it out, it is on Spotify if yeah. you don't, obviously. Most of you probably have it in your record collection already. But if yes. you don't, you can find it online. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Yes. Uh, Jay, why ah. don't you play us out with oh, yeah. a nice rocker from Dancer Acquired by Times New Viking. The track is called Ways to Go. We'll end the show on this one. You rack that up for me, buddy. I will. I would love to. It's called, right. what's it called? Ways to Go. Ways to Go. And, oh, uh, it's actually <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Is that what's playing right now? So I'm starting it over. All right, here we go. Now, kick it back to the beginning. This has been uh, We Listen to Records. Mm-hmm.